Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss abortions, vasectomies, and McDonald's. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Okay, um, this is a very newsworthy um, segment we have today, so um, just put your listening ears on and um, as I read through, okay? Um, So, a guide to abortion resources in a post-Row America. In a perfect world, abortion access would be easy the minute you realize you needed an abortion, You'd be able to grab some abortion pills from the drugstore or make an appointment with your regular gynecologist for a quick and easy vacuum aspiration. Whoa. Uh, But we don't live in a perfect world. In modern day America, abortion access can be impossible at worst and fraught at best. Even in quote unquote safe states like California and New York, abortion pills are heavily restricted and can be pretty pricey. And since few gynecologists offer abortion services out of their private practice, you need to find a specialized clinic, which can be a challenging process, particularly since many anti-abortion crisis pregnancy centers are easy to confuse with actual abortion providers. Hmm. Um, And chillingly, things are only going to get worse across the country. Expansive bans like Texas's Senate Bill uh, 8 have rendered abortion functionally inaccessible. Now, with the U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade, access is about to disappear in close to half of America. Yeah, it's about to get real. Uh, no one is safe from these bans, even if abortion rights are legally protected in your home state. An influx of patients from other states is like to tax an already overstressed system, making appointments difficult to get. All of this is exacerbated by a general truth about abortion. Most people don't actually think about how they're going to to get one until they're dealing with an unwanted pregnancy. That should be like an abortion. Like abortions should be like in your insurance. Like your provider should also have like a resource, a, you know, a doctor that can, a physician who can, you know, I don't know, something like, like there has to be like some sort of procurement. Um, but that is something you can change. One of the best things you can do in our, well, then again, they wouldn't put abortion in insurance coverage because if it's, if you live in a state that's illegal or it's, it's, it's outlaw or whatever the case, you know, if if it's a, if you live in an illegal state, then that would kind of void your policy. Right. I don't know. But, um, one of the best things you can do in our post-row world is know your options ahead of time and make an, ab- an abortion access plan long before you need one. I think if I was a woman, that's definitely what I would do. 
and share that information with others so that so they can be prepared as well. There are two main types of abortion, surgical and medical, also known as medical abortion or abortion with pills. Um, a surgical abortion is performed by a trained professional who uses techniques like vascular aspiration or dilation and curatage, DNC. I'm assuming that's the one where they, mm, the gruesome one where they cut the baby up. Uh, like, oh, that's nasty. Uh, to, uh, to empty the contents of a uterus. Um, in a, well, then if, if it's in the first trimester, it's not a baby. So they just scrape it out mainly. I don't know. Uh, in a medic, in a medication abortion, a combination of pills, either my frist, my and misoprostol or misoprostol on its own is used to induce a miscarriage. There are pluses and minuses to each method. A surgical abortion requires traveling to a clinic, but it's over and done quickly. A medical medication abortion can be done from anywhere, but it usually takes a few days for the abortion to be complete. Um, additionally, not everyone can do an abortion with pills. If you have a bleeding disorder, an IUD, or need an abortion later in pregnancy, a surgical abortion might be your safest bet. Um, your abortion plan is going to look different depending on whether you opt for a surgical or or medication abortion. So it's good to learn about both and decide early on which option feels best for you. Um, the longer you wait to get an abortion, the more complicated and expensive it can get. Ultimately, a medication abortion now can be... And then if I was a woman also, I'd probably, like, I'd have a budget set aside for, like, pregnancy tests if I'm sexually active. You know what I'm saying? Regardless if it's just, if I'm fucking the same guy or multiple guys. Like, I'm just going to set aside a budget for every week or every two weeks. I'm just going to take a pregnancy test and say, fuck it. You know what I mean? I would do that. And then, like, have, and then have a budget set aside for uh, birth control a budget set aside for, uh, you know, just being smart and proactive. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's crazy, like, in the black community, you know, any kind of talk about the vagina is so taboo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I th most, most black women have more secrets with their OB than they do with their mom or their dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's, 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 a, it's a fucked up situation that a lot of women are in. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to make the best decisions when you don't have a whole lot of support around you or no support at all. You know what I'm saying? And then it's hard. It's, you can make even worse decisions when your back is against the wall and everyone's against you and not even support as opposed to supporting you. You know what I mean? So. Um, so, yeah, unlike Google, which sometimes turns up anti-abortion organizations when you search for an abortion clinic, Abortion Finder will show you an actual abortion um actual abortion providers it's, it's called abortion finder straight up um if you live in a state with severe abortion restrictions abortion finders filters allow you to find the nearest clinic that meets your needs a clinic that doesn't require a waiting period one that will provide an abortion after six weeks or whatever else you may be looking for and you know what's you know what's funny like i'm pretty sure i drive past an abortion clinic every day and I just don't know it's an abortion clinic. 
You know what I'm saying? You'll see places like uh, such and such family health or uh, um, family uh, pediatrician or, or physician and uh, Wagner and Stitchkoff's uh, uh, office, clinical office or whatever like that. And these might just be whole abortion clinics. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you, you you be sitting there wondering, like, okay, it's a it's a medical clinic, but what do they practice? What actually do they practice? And I never see you never really see patients walking in. You just see a bunch of cars parked outside, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, what's really going on over there? You know what I mean? I'm just curious. Um, even if abortion is illegal where you are, abortion with pills is still an option. If you're able to travel to a state where abortion is legal, a telehealth service can mail you the pills there. And um, if you're not able to travel the Europe, yeah, and that's thing. That's the thing because it becomes uh, you start to get into. I mean, it's, you're starting to get into narcotics laws. You know what I'm saying with the RICO. You know what I'm saying. Um, you know uh, the the commerce of pills across states, across from one legal state to an illegal state, like that becomes a RICO law. Or something like that. I don't. Uh, um, I forget what RICO stands for, but I know it. RICO laws are used in a lot of drug cases. Um, uh, when it comes to distribution, you know what I'm saying, or possession with the intent to distribute, or something like that. I don't. I don't want to get in. That's another conversation. That's another another conversation. Um, but abortion is time sensitive, and the process of getting pills sent from India can take a few weeks. Uh, aid access is will is also willing to. Um, uh, aid access will connect you with an Indian pharmacy that sends abortion pills to all 50 states, regardless of abortion laws. Okay, that's interesting. Um, you can go to aid access and get your abort abortion pills right now. And I think that's good to have one. Like, like that's good to have on deck. I mean, uh, um, abortion pills cost about like 500 a pop. You know what I'm saying? But set that aside in your budget like you know what i'm saying hey i'm just gonna have me some abortion like fuck plan b i'm just gonna have an abortion pill on deck <laughs> especially especially if i live in if i live in a state like texas i'm gonna have some abortion pills on deck i'm not even gonna have plan b or or or, or birth control pills i'm just gonna have abortion pills on deck and say fuck it you know what i'm saying like like <laughs> and if i'm sexually active i'm taking i'm taking uh pregnancy tests random pregnancy tests every one to two weeks you know what I'm saying? I'm pissing on a stick every one to two weeks. If I lived in this, if I live in an illegal state, D dead ass, dead ass. Like it, it just it makes sense in this world that we live in right now. Uh, while an abortion, while abortion with pills is incredibly safe, going it alone can be intimidating. Blah 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 blah. Um. So yeah, so you got aid access that can mail you abortion pills, and it's spelled as one word: aid access. And A I D A A C C E S S, um, and then you have um, abortion finder that helps you find um, clinics if you want it done surgery, surg surgically. You know, I'm surgically. Yeah, 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 that's the word. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's uh, that's that's how this thing is gonna have to work now. Um, and you know, v v vaginal management is 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 at a priority in this day and age um the game has changed the world we live in the, the the america that we live in is changing and um you know we have to deal with these uh right-wing conservative baby boomer politicians who will hold back the progression of the country 
and we just have to work around it and 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 make sure we vote make sure we vote and know who we're voting for not just voting republican or democrat we need to know who exactly we're voting for what to expect when you get a vasectomy i wanted to, to to cover this because um you know the whole roe v wade decision has kind of made everything all about the vagina and i want to be fair kind of you know what i mean um the you know the argument the contraception argument always goes uh well abortion is not a contraceptive and you know you can prevent it before it even happens and then the women are just always well you can get it snipped and the men are like hell no (laughs) i'm one of them i'm guilty so um so I, I wanted to just be fair and, and, you know, just in, and be in, be fair and informative. This is, I, I want to be, uh, this is good. That's called good journalism, being fair and informative. You know what I mean? So here we go. Uh, the Supreme court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, uh, has the whole country concerned about the ways it will affect our health care and the consequences one would face for seeking abortion services online. Reports have even shown a significant increase of men inquiring about and scheduling vasectomies with their doctors. Interesting. A vasectomy is a sterilization procedure that prevents sperm from leaving the body uh, in order to prevent a pregnancy from occurring. Now, hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. If sperm isn't leaving my body, then I'm back. I'm being backed up, and if I'm back backing up, that can cause cancer. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and I know me personally, prostate cancer uh, runs runs uh, uh, historically through the men and on both sides of my family. You know what I mean? So um, that's that's quite a concern. I want to keep my sperm flowing, and I think I think a, a young lady who I'd be dealing with would prefer that also. So we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna stay in commission. How about that? Alrighty, alrighty. I mean, now think about it. Well, I mean, if they have abortion pills, do they have like sterilization pills for men? And what would be the side effects? You know, that's interesting. Would it lower your testosterone? You know what I'm saying? If I'm not producing sperm, or if I'm producing dead sperm, or a sperm that don't swim, is my is my testosterone dropping? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what would that be? Although vasectomies are safe, it's important to consider some factors before committing to one. As with many, with any medical decision, you should discuss it with a primary care doctor or urologist to make sure it's the best option for you. After all, it's a permanent form of birth control and it's, it isn't necessarily right for everyone. Um, let's keep reading. A vasectomy is a permanent, minimally invasive procedure for sterilization. It's done by cutting the tubes connected to the testicles known as the vas deferens, uh, which carry the sperm. As vasectomy uh, blocks sperm from being released into uh, into the semen, so you just... You're just shooting semen. You're not really shooting. There's no milk in it. <laughs> you, there's water, no milk. Ew. The contraceptive method is considered to be about 99.9% effective uh, at preventing pregnancies. Uh, Dr. Stanton Honig, a urologist and director of the Yale Medicine uh, Male Reproductive Health slash Sexual Medicine Program, explains that it is a safe and effective procedure. 
A vas- quote, a vasectomy is generally done in your doctor's office under a local anesthesia and, w- and only takes 15 minutes, he says. There are two types of vasectomies, the incision method and the no scalpel method. The incision method is done using a scalpel to make one or two small cuts in the skin of the scrotum. Um, through these cuts, the vas deferens are located, also cut, and their ends are sealed off by... A- by getting tied or using an electrical current known as a cauterization. So they cook it, basically. They cook it shut. Um, Followed by a single stitch to the skin to close up the incision. The no-scalpel method makes a small puncture in the scrotum using a hemostat, a forceps-like instrument, uh, instead of using a scalpel. This is the preferred method because it seals the vas deferens the same way the incision method, but it doesn't require stitches and reduces the chances of excessive bleeding, infections, or other complications. <sighs> Ew. Um, as far as the healing process goes, Honick says healing is quick enough that you can be cleared up to exercise two weeks after the procedure. Pain medicine provided after the procedure is typically non-steroidal, um, anti-inflammatory drugs uh, such as or NSAIDs such as Tylenol or Advil. In rare circumstances, there may be a small risk of bleeding and infections, blah, 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 blah. There are no long-term effects on general health. Uh, and in case you're wondering, there's no negative effect on your sexual performance. <laughs> in fact, some, sometimes things get better since the anxiety uh, of an unwanted pregnancy is removed from the scenario. Uh, bear in mind, a vasectomy isn't officially cleared until three months later when a patient gets a semen analysis done. Um, patients are asked to use other forms of contraceptive until they can confirm, blah, blah, blah. Most vasectomies are covered by your health insurance, according to Planned Parenthood. Can cost up to $1,000, depending on the type of vasectomy you receive when you get it done. Um, where, where was I? It's, quote, it's cheaper to have a vasectomy than for insurance carriers to pay for costs of another pregnancy and a new family member. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, compared to the alternative option of women having to get a tubal ligation or getting their tubes tied, um, a vasectomy is just as effective, cheaper, less invasive, and the recovery time is faster. Uh, many men feel that this is their turn to help out with family planning. And, you know, it's funny. Imagine if if you got your tubes tied and your, your wife or your girl gets pregnant. The relationship's over. <laughs> Sorry, sis. <laughs> the relationship's over. Like, don't even don't even say nothing. Just, just, just you know. Hey, I got pregnant. Uh, I'm I'm gonna grab my things. <laughs> sure, go right ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, don't, just don't even make a scene. Don't even make a scene. The relationship's over. Um, yeah. Uh, Honig says people who opt to have vasectomies are usually married and do it once they're done having children. More recent research by the American Journal. I mean, and that's typically because you you know you're married, you're cohabitating, you're fucking conveniently. You know what I'm saying? In the laundry room, in the kitchen, in the closet, <laughs> upstairs, downstairs. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, if you're doing, if you're having that much sex, and both of y'all are fertile, um, yeah, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to bring no more, you don't want to bring any more family members. So it would make sense. 
for a couple to get that done, but nah, nah, not me. Uh, Hanig warns that it's important uh, not to take a vasectomy lightly. If you choose to get it done, you should be 100% certain you're done having children. Exactly. Regret is higher in men who do not have children, especially those who are very young. Well, they, they stupid. <laughs> Uh, instead, he thinks a better approach for younger men inquiring about vasectomies is to opt for other non-permanent options, such as using contraceptives. Duh. Uh, vasectomies can be reversed and generally have a 50% to 70% success rate if uh, later in life. You decide you want a child or more children. Or if you if you later in life decide to want a, to want a child or more children. However, it is important to keep a specific time frame in mind if you do choose to reverse it. The success rate is usually better if the patient is less than 10 years out from the vasectomy. Um, as an alternative, instead of a reversal, Honig suggests a sp sperm retrieval that is combined with uh, in vitro uh, fertilization and intracytoplasmic sperm injection. Uh, when a single sperm cell is injected directly into a cytoplasmic egg for fertilization. Whew. Wow. I'm, I am all fertilized out. <laughs> all this abortion talk and vasectomy talk. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, yeah. But, um, you know, I think uh, another thing I like about this world, and I'm going to talk about this, uh, um, in the, in the final segment. But another thing I like about this world that we're moving into is that people are more uh, health conscious now. Um, they're more medical insurance conscious. I know I like for years, I struggled understanding medical insurance. I'm like, what's a rider? What's a provider? What's a, <laughs> like all this jargon and terminology used to blow me away because uh, me personally, I mean, by the grace of God, I say it again and again. I'm a generally healthy, healthy person for my age. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm grateful that I never really had to learn all of that stuff, but it's still good to know. It's still, still, still good to know. Um, and, and, you know, and so now, you know, with now, with now that there's a legal aspect to it, I mean, it's always been a legal aspect, but now there's a widespread um, outlaw on this thing or you know they they give it they give the the states the liberty of the states right um and now with all of this and then you know another thing too you know uh well we're in 2022 right um you know we're coming up on a you know in the next two years you know it's going to be an election a presidential elections um, and senatorial elections and Congress and whatever, all these, there's going to be election years coming up. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of politicians making this the money shot of their campaign. You know what I'm saying? Hey, vote for me and I'll make abortions legal in your state. And, you know, people are going to run with that. People are going to run to, they're going to run with that and to that. You know what I mean? And, um, so, so yeah, I, uh, um, I like that, you know, sometimes you need that swift kick in the ass. Um, I remember when, when Trump was running for office, when I first started, uh, I started, I started this, this, uh, show like 
a few months before, like the February, February of 2020. I remember my third episode, Pop Smoke Got Killed, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and I remember, you know, around that time frame saying that, you know, Trump is, Trump is, you know, when he was running for office, he was devastating. He was psychologically devastating a lot of people and, you know, shaking the table a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I was saying that that was kind of what we needed to keep us on point and not think that we live in Candyland. You know what I'm saying? That at any given time, in any given era or moment, um, our democracy can be shaken a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was exactly what he did. He kind of shook up our democracy. And he he uh, was, was steering this country in a direction that it didn't want to go. And this is the after effects of it. And once again, it's keeping us on point and it's keeping our blade sharp. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the kind of thing that's keeping our blade sharp. And so that we can uh, protect and procure our way of life into a better way of life. You know what I mean? So. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, take it all with a grain of salt. All right, boys and girls, you know what time it is. That's right, it's time for the internet to internet. Get your popcorn ready, sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you'd like to watch the internet internet, click the link in the description. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Because I'm finna expose you. What? Because that don't look that don't look enough for all my kids. 
That don't look enough for all my kids. What is that? That's just one burger? One burger, one fry? Okay, what about my other kids? What about your other kids? Okay, but them your kids' siblings, though. Them my kids, them your kids' siblings, though. So he finna, my other kids finna be left out. You know I don't give my food stamps to the seven. But if you're trying to help out, though, you're not helping out. Welcome to our main course segment where we discuss life and love. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. <clears throat> it has been revealed um, that this viral video was actually a skit. Um, I think there's a Tumblr, Tumblr page or Instagram page or a YouTube page <clears throat> where this content creator, this young lady, she's a content creator. She makes... Uh, she does a lot of ratchet baby mama skits <laughs> and um, you know she she tried her hand 
at uh, this, you know, at this, whatchamacallit, at this skit. <clears throat> and I guess it took off. And, you know, these folks, they really pulled it off. They deserved an Oscar for, for this performance. Um, you know, but the reason, <clears throat> the reason I want to talk about it is simply because uh, one thing we do know is that art imitates life. And so that logic and that philosophy is going to be the vehicle that I'm going to ride this conversation from a serious perspective. Um, it was a skit. It was a, it was meant to be a joke. And <clears throat> the content creator, she wrote it out and she, she kind of doubled back with a statement video saying, no, I'm not apologizing. And then... I guess she she got canceled so bad that she had to just say, hey, hey, hey it was a joke, it was a joke. Um, <clears throat> but but you know this 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 joke, and then she has other videos. You know she had another video uh, where you know types of baby mamas, and then the toxic type, and then she says like she's she's like oh. Oh, you, you, you moved on? You dating somebody new? Child support. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> these jokes, you know, these jokes come from reality. You know what I'm saying? Out of 90% of every joke, there's a 10% of reality. There's a 10% of truth. And so, you know, you got to respect. Art imitates life, and you got to respect it for what it is. You know, um, these people don't get their material from nowhere. Either they've experienced it, they've experienced it themselves on the business end as children in these situations, or as adults, you know, dealing with it, with, with their own children or within their own co-parents, you know. But sad, sad to say, um, in the black community, with with such a, a, a vast majority of the black community uh, growing up in single parent homes. A single mother homes, you know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> we know this stereotype all too well. We know this stereotype all too well. It's all too familiar. And which is why so many people were so triggered by it, which is why I want to talk about it. Um, and yes, the, like I said, they pulled it off and they made it seem very real. So, uh, so yes, it was a skit. Um, but but now now although it being a skit i wanted to talk about the seriousness of it how relative it is to the community how real it is and how there are women who really think like this i can only imagine what the comments may have looked like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i don't I'm, I'm not ready i'm not ready i can only imagine right but yeah you know um You know, there are women out there who are really like this, who who really feel entitled, you know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, for one, for one instance, the government already entitles them. You know, they tell you, hey, lay on your back. You can get free food and a free and a free place to stay. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And, and no matter, you don't need a husband. Matter of fact, we're going to outlaw the man. If, if you have a man in that house, we're going to take away all of this free stuff we're giving you. So now they incentivize you to be a single mother. You know what I'm saying? And then they incentivize you to be lazy. 
You know what I mean? Um, and that trope has been broken down and forever inconsistently broken. <laughs> forever inconsistently broke, right? So, <clears throat> but I want to talk about I want to talk about some of the aspects that the characters in the skit were acting out. Let's talk about the bitterness. I want to touch that first. I want to address that first. And I can speak on that firsthand. First. I can speak on that bitterness. Bitterness, bitterness, bitterness. Bitterness comes from entitlement. When you feel that you have a right to something, you know what I'm saying? And you don't get it or it's taken from you, then you become bitter about it because you can't see it. You you can't accept the reality that you're lit. You can't be happy with your reality, right? You haven't accepted your reality. You're not happy with it, and you're not delusional about it. But you feel you feel as though you have you can control it. And so, a lot of times, a woman has a child with a man. She feels entitled to him. A lot of times, a man. Sometimes, and vice versa. But, but let's talk about these bitter baby mamas. We're talking about bitter baby mamas right now. Yes, you. We're talking about you. No, I'm playing. Um, but they, they exist. They are real and they're out there. You know what I'm saying? You can go to any family court in America and you can you, you, you spot them from a mile. Their face it has nothing but scorn and, and just... And scorn and scarlet all written all over their face. You know what I'm saying? And their chest, and they walk with their chest out, and you, they, their tone is aggressive and strong. Even if they're whispering, they you you hear them whispering all the way across the room. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And their eyes just scour everything. Like the, these women, you can feel their energy. For, you can you can tell who the bitter baby mamas are in family court. I tell you, I'm talking from first firsthand experience here. This is you heard it first, all right? Um, yes, yes, and, and they, it is, it, the bitterness, it, it, it's consumed them. I mean, just think, you know, women have started so many movements, and they've taken so many things and ran with it, out of emotion, right? You had the Me Too, the feminist movement, the Me Too movement, uh, Black Lives Matter movement, which ended up becoming a homosexual agenda. I don't know how, but like I said, women take things and run with it right so just imagine if a woman it was so in love with a man and she can no longer be with him but she's stuck with his kid imagine what that can do to a woman what can that do to a woman's psychology being as that women are naturally emotionally triggered in, in the first place you know what i'm saying they're they're emotionally based thinkers you know what i'm saying so so with with all of that uh uh predisposition and propensity you know what i'm saying you have a recipe for disaster you know what i'm saying she can't she all she can see is red she can't see anything else and in any other way and it's not until where she, where enough time goes by and she's she's lost everything there is to lose and burned every bridge there is to burn you know what i'm saying and She's just come and the bitterness has consumed her so much that there's nothing left and she's exhausted. And then the kids and and the kids are no longer the chess pieces that they used to be when they were when they were small. 
She no longer has the grip and the hold on that man that she used to have. You know what I'm saying? That's when she realizes, oh, damn, I'm bitter. I need to let go. It's not until then. It's not until then. But until then, she has to deal with all of the karma that she's been dishing out. And all of the hurt and the pain and you know what I'm saying? And, and trying to posture herself as got, as having it going on. As like, like she got it going on. You know what I'm saying? Like she can do bad. Trying to posture herself as trying to do bad all by herself. When, she, when really she's just doing bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. You stay on the right side of right. You can't go wrong. These bitter baby mamas, they never win. Ever. Ever. They never, ever win. And the only time they actually win is when they let go of the bitterness. And sometimes it's too late. Because they've, they've held on to that man's ass for so long and used this child against him for so long. Now this child grows up and can't stand up. The child grows up and can't stand up. The man done moved on. He already started a whole new family. Now she's at, a, she's at an age where she done hit the wall. Now don't nobody want her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just keeping it up. I'm just keeping it up. I'm keeping it up. You know what I'm saying? And we've seen this in the community time and time again. And this video, this viral video was, though it was a skit, it was simply art imitating life. Those, that, the, those, those folks played a great, you know, they played an Oscar worthy role. They really did. Um, speaking of bitter baby mamas, Let's talk about the trope of them not... Them. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Not having the same smoke for the deadbeat dad as they, did, as they would the, da the dad who wants to actually wants to be in the child's life. There is nothing that pleases a bit of baby mama more than a dad who wants to be in the child's life. And, I, and when I say pleases them, not as in, oh, he's such a good dad here. You can spend time with your son. No, 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 no. This is the only way they can express the bitterness. This is the only way they can let it lash it out by using the child against him. I'm telling you, like, and they love running to the courthouse. And in a lot of cases, the courthouse is the best thing for them. The courthouse is the best thing for them. They run to the courthouse for child support. You, you, fellas, you need to be running to the courthouse for custody and visitation. You know what I'm saying? Whatever whatever fits your situation. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, yeah, the courthouse is the best thing for them. Um, there's nothing more a bit of a bit of baby mama loves to do other than to spite spite the man that wants to be that's the only way she can hurt him because she knows he's over her she knows it she knows she's over her she knows he's actually moved on and that's and that cuts deep to a bit of baby mama because how you how you gonna move on and leave me with your kid and then, and then I still got to deal with you because you still come around to pick them up every once in a while, or every every weekend, or every other weekend, or so, uh, like whatever the case. You still pick them up every day. You you picking them up every day. I gotta see you 
every day picking them up from um, dropping them off and picking them up from school and I can't be with you oh, oh. anger bitterness negativity ah you know what I'm saying it's just it consumes them it consumes like I said it consumes them and so the deadbeats I'm I'm pretty sure if the deadbeats decided to not be deadbeats anymore they'd get the smoke too but because they're deadbeats it's there's there's nothing there's no way for her to express her bitterness with them because they're non-existent <laughs> you know what i'm saying um yeah they're non-existent and so 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 yeah it's like it's it's nothing doing there you know what i'm saying it's bad enough you can't even get the man uh, uh to come around let alone he doesn't even want the kid let alone be in the kid's life like like so it's like there's nothing there's nothing there there's nothing they could they can't do anything with you with the deadbeat so they gotta take it out on the man who actually went and it's 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 fun. like you would think okay you're a single mother you need all the help you can get you know because it takes a village to raise a child and who better to to help you raise a child than, than the man you had the child with but then you're gonna turn around and fight him like, like you know what i'm saying like you gonna turn around and fight him away and push him away and try to push him out of the kid's life? Like what? <laughs> it doesn't make sense on the surface, but in a bitter mind, it makes all the sense. It makes all the sense. Bitterness does not understand karma. And in a bitter person's mind, them acting out that bitterness is, is that's them taking control of their karma. That's saying I want good karma to come to me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do bitter shit. I'm gonna be spiteful. I'm gonna be hateful and petty, and all of that. And I'm gonna and, and every opportunity I get, I'm gonna get on your nerves, and that's gonna be your karma. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna be the decider of the karma in this situation. That's a bitter. Per that's how a bitter person's mind works. You know what I mean? So. What what these what this actor and actress I still say actress I don't care what these what this actor and this actress was doing in this skit was holding up a mirror to the black community. When you see a lot of this, a lot of these um, depictions, and they're so triggering, and they're so like awakening. What they do is hold up a mirror to, to who, to the audience, and this depiction held up a mirror to a lot of these bitter black baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not even gonna get into the. I talked about. It, I forget which episode it was, but a while, a long time ago, I I gave a scenario, and I'm I'll, I'll reiterate it. Um, I'm not even going to touch on whether to feed the other kids or not. I'm not even going to touch on that. Um, well, but let me, let me reiterate the, the talking point I made. So I, I had a whole, um, segment on, um, I gave us, I told a story, um, and it was, it was a true story. Actually, a woman I dated, she was, she was telling me about a, a old boyfriend of hers, um, took out her daughter and, and his son. And um, he bought food for his, while out with her daughter, he bought food for his son, but didn't get her daughter anything. 
And um, I posed the question, was the, was the ex-boyfriend wrong? Uh, mind you, he's an ex-boyfriend, right? He's no longer, they're no longer dating, right? So, <laughs> so you can see what her judgment was. But um, I posed the question to the listeners, um, was the was the boy was it was the boyfriend wrong for buying food for his son and not for her daughter and um and the verdict i gave was that he's not wrong but he's unkind you know what i'm saying like he he's not obligated to buy her anything you can't necessarily be mad at him for not doing it but it's you know these are children they're helpless they didn't ask to be here you know what i'm saying and if you're going to if, if you you know it'd be a nice it's a nice thing to do you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, he's not wrong. So I already talked about that. <laughs> Unbeknownst of this vi viral video happening, and lo and behold, um, you can see what the social commentary and social verdict was on that video, talking about, you know, whether he should uh, uh, feed the other children or not. So we, we aired that out. But this, this holds a mirror because a lot of times... What, uh, another thing too, what bitterness does, it pull, it pulls, you're kind of pulling the wool over your own eyes. And you're saying to yourself, I'm justified by acting this way, but being petty and spiteful. My, my pettiness and my spitefulness is justified. As, as a matter of fact, I'm not being petty and, and I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, being spiteful. I'm, I'm, I'm acting upon my rights as an entitled person to whatever treatment I, I believe I should get. Like that's, that's the way a bitter person's mind, mind, a bitter person's mind works. An entitled person's mind works. And so this, they don't really see themselves in any other way. So when you hold up a mirror to them, it's like, yo, who's that? That's me? Oh, <laughs> I'm being petty? I'm being spiteful? Wow, you know what I'm saying? And you know, not uh, not all of them. There's some of them are still so knee deep and set in their ways that they're not gonna get it. It's not gonna click for them. And but others, they're gonna say to themselves, "Damn, that like they're gonna see that character in that skit and say, damn, that's me.' Like that, I, I've I remember acting in a way similar to that. The way she threw the McDonald's outside, like on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like like it was visceral. It was like you could cut it with a knife. Like, oh, like you know what I'm saying? You felt it, and they were just acting. You know what I mean? They but they pulled it off. They pulled it off. It triggered so many. It, it triggered a lot of people seeing it. You know what I'm saying? It triggered a lot of people seeing it, and I do believe that that triggering is going to be an awakening. Um, that awakening is going to show women the value of sovereignty, some, some sort of um, solitude in their mating partners. If you're going to have a kid, have a kid with one man. And preferably, most preferably, a man who you are married to. You know what I'm saying? I was, I, if you watch my uh, Love and Money Live episode, the, la the latest one I just did, um, I mentioned that I mentioned that uh, uh, the best situation for a woman to have a child in is in a marriage. 
because when once you have a child, your stock drops in the dating market or whatever market. Now you may you may not see it as a woman, you may not see it because you're constantly being offered dick. But we already aired it out in the previous episodes that just because you just because you get dick doesn't mean you're attractive. A man a man doesn't have to be attracted to you to have sex with you. So we've already aired that out. We've already understood that. But um Yeah, there is no there is no you not only does having a kid drops your stock, but now you have a kid, multiple children by multiple men. Your stock is in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and and you know how do you really expect a man to take you seriously? I'll give you a true story, a personal true story. Um, I pulled, I met a woman, um, and I didn't know this when I met her, but she had nine kids. She had nine kids. Um, you know, I, I took her out on a date because I was hungry. You know what I'm saying? And then I took her back to my place, and I went. I wanted to get straight to it. And she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She wasn't, she wasn't ready. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, hey, like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? She's like, that's not, that's not what, what, but like already, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And in my mind, I'm just like, how do you really expect me to take you seriously, sweetie? Like, like, you want me to, you want me to take my time with you and be all, you know, nice and gentle and like, no, sweetie, like, like. You have nine kids. You 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 know how you know how to do this, <laughs> and you know I mean like like come on, come on. You know what I'm saying. And now now look at me. You know what I'm saying. Trying to date a woman with nine kids, right? But I knew what I wanted out of the situation. You know what I'm saying. Now I mean, she may have thought she wanted something out of the situation, but what can you possibly get out of the situation from a man? when you have nine kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, so, so I think it's, it's, it's important that a woman understands that, uh, um, like, especially in this world we live in now, this legal world that we live in with this whole Roe v. Roe v. Wade reversal, it's important for a woman to understand. And this is, this is, this is directly to the young girls because the older women, they've made all their mistakes and they have to live, they're forced to live with it. That's the house they built. That's the bed they made. You know what I'm saying? But you younger girls, if you listening, please, please, make sure that whatever kid, whatever man you have a kid with, make sure it's only one man. And preferably your husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but this is the awakening. This is the awakening. This is the culture shift. Um, you know what I'm saying? This is the culture shift of holding women accountable. The culture shift of, you know what I'm saying, charging women socially and legally. You know what I'm saying? Femin feminism is over. Feminism is over. You know what I mean? And we're now forced to make better life decisions. We're forced to be more aware of our life decisions now. And there's consequences behind our life decisions. You know what I'm saying? That we didn't we weren't as keen on before beforehand and you know we have to own up to our pat and for those of you who, who've already uh, dropped your stock and ruined 
uh, uh, um, ruined your place in the market. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 time to own up to your decisions, and and quit trying to live under a facade. Uh, um, yeah, and, and and yeah, uh, because because at the end of the day, you know, I'm gonna close. At the end of the day. You know, one thing, one thing is for sure is that, you know what I'm saying, especially for women, one thing is for sure that you, you're going to hit a wall, you know, but it's up to you to decide how soon or, you know what I'm saying, how, how later you want to hit it. You know what I mean? And I think every woman knows this. I think most, 99 0.5% of women know this and I think that 0.5% are the ones who saw that viral video and didn't think anything of it that concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ULLC join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise books and consultation from prosperity ULLC we would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity U LLC and continue to invest in the brand.